This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Hump Day! Lori and Julia show My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And before the hour is up, we'll give you an opportunity to. Guess the identity of the celebrity voice and win a pair of tickets to go see Steel Magnolias. And that'll be at the uh, Guthrie uh, Thursday of next week. Thursday we're going to do that. Okay? So just let me know when we're going to do this. Okay? All right, very, very good. Okay, so yesterday yes. I did finally watch the bombshell trailer that Donnie posted. The one, the movie Megyn Kelly is pl- played by Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, Gretchen Carlson, and yes. Margaret Margot Robbie. And it's amazing how much Charlize Theron looks like Megyn Kelly. I mean, like. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, they, they, it really, really is. So the three, Nicole, Charlize, and Margot Robbie were all on with Ellen yesterday. Yes. And um, it's, they kind of, I don't think we have, we don't have this audio, but one of the things, and and I think, you know, Charlize there are, are, are like Charlize Theron produces Mindhunters. Like she is a big time she set up a production company several years ago. She produced Atomic Blonde. I mean, she's right. gotten into the business I looking forward and kind of wanting smart. And Reese Witherspoon, you know, she did the same thing with her right. production company. And, you know, the ladies have talked about it. They were all in Big Little Lies about they didn't really realize before that so many movies... There is There are more men in the movies as main characters. And as a woman, you're the... Side sure. interest, oh, the you love don't interest, have the, yeah, but not you're not even acting with that many women that that you don't realize it. Now all of a sudden, more women are producing, and they're putting in more storylines that include women. That's right, female so, characters. So they were talking about like just how close they got. They said all of us realize that that has been our experience. Maybe not Margot because she's a little she's, bit younger. Right. But she said, oh, no, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. Right. It was her and the guys. Yeah. yeah. And she said, and it's kind of like this w- weird thing that actress, actresses have in common, that we are not the... It, that was an interesting yeah, conversation that, interesting. that they had. And Nicole, um, you could just tell, I mean, everyone loves Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She's genuinely... Including us. Yeah, including mm-hmm. us. And she was genuinely nice and has been nice this few times that we met her, but... She has this warmth that just really comes through. And Charlize seems a little bit more standoffish, maybe just because she's so damn tall and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, <laughs> I is. mean, she's even taller than Nicole Kidman, who is tall. Yeah. Right. So uh, they played a game because Charlize Theron is famously single after ghosting Sean Penn. Exactly. Uh, they played instead of Who'd You Rather, 
who would Charlize rather? Okay. And so Alan's like, we're going to help find. So they would put two, like the first two bachelors up were Drake and The Weeknd. Okay. And Charlize said, no, I'm too old for the Drake. And right. The other two. Then, then they, Milo Ventimiglia came up and she was very... Very nice about it because, first of all, he's half her size. I was just going to say, my <laughs> okay. gosh, she would tower over him and they have to put him on a leash. He's a pocket man. Yeah. Those yeah. two don't yeah. work on paper yeah. in real yeah. life, anything like that. And then things got a little awkward as Trevor Noah uh, was brought up and she's like, hey, man, he's like my brother. We're both from South Africa right. and they have known each other. Then Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, it, they were really having trouble coming up with. No one brought up Keanu. Okay. Someone brought up Michael B. Jordan, but always bringing up guys that are qu- quite a bit younger. Younger. He's ten years younger than her, right? Even maybe more. more. Right. Yeah, more like. Uh, and so anyway, then they bring up Lenny Kravitz. They finally who bring, brings it up? Um, well, the photo popped up. Yeah, right? the photo. Oh, okay. The photo popped up right after Harry Styles and Charlize okay. was like, "I could be his mother next." Exactly. Move on. Okay. Then Lenny Kravitz. Here we go. Uh, Michael oh, or Lenny Kravitz? Okay. Oh, Lenny Kravitz is so cool too. Do you know Lenny? I know Lenny a little bit. Yep. Yes. Have you yep. ever dated him? He's- no, I've never dated Lenny. <laughs> yeah. He's very single. You, he's, he's okay. What this is awkward. Did you date move him? Move on. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what? You dated him? Yes. <laughs> Just Lenny move Kravitz. on. This is sorry, 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 sorry. I shouldn't have put you dead. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm right sitting in. in this position. I, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I love Lenny. He's, right, I, we've moved I on. so recommend we've moved him. We've moved on. All right, we don't he's care lovely. Anymore. All right. We're on to Brad Pitt. We lost him, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop, Daddy, stop. So it was so awkward because, of course, Lenny Kravitz and Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman were, were engaged. Because she's in the background saying, okay, okay, come on, you guys. Yeah. You know, those two were engaged, yes, and were. then it ended up being Michael B. Jordan up against Brad Pitt, and they oh, inexplicably picked Michael B. Jordan. Oh, please. And I never even thought about Charlize and Brad Pitt, and I would be here for that. Well, no, they did a commercial together. I know. And we they never did heard anything about it, but I just kind of feel like those two would be together. They would be good, Charlize and Brad. I feel like it too, but I don't. I feel like we've but been there. She's done not going to put up with any nonsense. No, but he—I don't think he's in the nonsense mode anymore, Laura. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Interesting. It, yes, it, it was. Kind of- I mean, okay, come on. And you did. I did kind of forget that those two were hot and heavy after Tom. Cruise. She rented he, or she stayed in his apartment. And I thought, what? She rented remember we were was, so jealous. We were like, what a great rebound. Oh my Lenny word. Kravitz. Yeah. They were just and like, he's about half her size when we're talking oh, about yeah, yeah, that's true. He's but she's gentle. like so narrow and tall because she's probably like a size zero, but you know, five eight. Yeah. And he's like five four and a size two. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's kind of funny that anyway, that came up. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun game. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, what else? Oh, and speaking of, um, you know, Brad and then Angelina. So she, uh, there's an interview with People Magazine, and they asked her, "Are any of the kids wanting to follow?" This is a sneaky way that they get of bringing up Brad. Yeah. In following either, you know, mom or dad's footsteps Uh in the acting department. You know, you got to give it. I mean, it is kind of. And she said, none of my kids want to be actors. And Vivian, the little one who was a princess in the first Maleficent. But I'd like you to say it. Maleficent? (laughs) 
<laughs> Maleficent. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Maleficent. No, Donnie. Barcelona. No, is, is that right? There's it's another. Maleficent. Holly, say it. You give it a try. It's Maleficent. Maleficent? The- Maleficent. You're, you're, What's the other way people say it? Uh, Maleficent. Maleficent. I am confused. No, yeah. Lori likes to say she, it with an extra net. You have a lisp in when you, she you does. say it. She does. Because when Michelle Pfeiffer yesterday said ma- Maleficent, she said it in a different way. <laughs> well, she has a lisp too. No, she <laughs> pronounced it in an entirely different way. I don't know. Somebody... <laughs> Please be <laughs> do Lori speak for me and call right now and explain what I'm talking about. I think I don't know that you're right. Michelle Pfeiffer we'll yesterday she could have said it wrong as maleficent well. Maleficent or something like that. Well, because she's maleficent. Well, she talks slower. Or maybe she had Botox in her tongue. No, I don't know. Anyway, but none of the kids want to be actors, and then she's told people they're into business humanitarian affairs things like that i know and they're like seven and nine well they're 18 down to 11 and you know that's one of the things that what are you gonna be what are you gonna do i mean you know that is something that kids you're always like making up things that you're gonna be i'm gonna be a firefighter and it was never gonna be yeah yeah. you know whatever but yes vivian played the young aurora yeah she didn't she didn't want to be in this next one she couldn't believe her mom made her do it Really? She mm-hmm. was so cute. She was darling. She looks so much like both of them. The kids in Knox, the boy, her twin, he doesn't. But the lips, they both... They all have the lips. Shiloh has the lips, too. They are yeah. really an amalgamum of the two. Like, no matter what, Brad and Angelina might as well at some point get along because looking at their kids' faces is like looking at the other one. You know? Yeah. All right, it was pointed out that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer... Instead of an ificent, says aficent, maleficent. Yes, that's maleficent, it. Maleficent, but it's not spelled that way. Right. M-A-L-I, she just says it. I maleficent. Wait, because she likes to laugh. Maleficent. Maleficent. Hilaria Baldwin would say that's hilarious. Malef- <laughs> Thank you so maleficent. much. Maleficent. I'm well, so glad. Well, you can glad. keep saying maleficent. <laughs> well, I can't because I don't even say it right. I do it with a lift. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Say apprentice. Maleficent. No, Jays. <laughs> Maleficent. Yeah. No, I'm just going to call her Mistress of Evil. All right, that works. Anyway, she told also told uh, People Magazine that uh, when she put the horns back on last summer. She does horny. No, it's the first time she's acted in four years. Mm. Anyway, she just said it was a tough time. I'd been coming off a few years of difficulty and I was not feeling strong. I, in fact, I was feeling pretty broken. It took me a moment to feel the strength of the horns. Maleficent. Again. <laughs> Maleficent. Maleficent. She was really sad about Brad. I think it broke her heart to, that she had to oh. walk yeah, away. Blame her. They were together a long time, Lori. That yeah. stuff and they have kids. That's hard stuff. Yeah, I know. A lot but... hard, you know, you get... Yeah, but we don't. We haven't really heard any of this no, from her. No, we haven't. And I don't know if you think I'm being too nice to her. I'm not. I'm not her. judging. Mala- All I'm saying is the ratings. I'm not going to go to the movie. Anymore. Okay, that's fine. But are you? Are you in- sure? Yeah, I am going to go see the movie because right. I have a friend. We both liked the first one. I loved the first one. Yeah. Um, but are you surprised? She says. In fact, I was feeling pretty broken. Or do you think that uh, she's, you know, just making that up? 
No, I I don't think anyone's making that up because it doesn't matter who initiates whatever. Yeah. There's pain involved with a breakup. Yeah. And because it was so out loud. Right. And, and so many so kids. many kids. And I really and We don't... always were worried about that. It's almost like in a weird way when they did that photo shoot right after he left Jennifer Aniston. Oh. And they were it in was Palm Springs. Yes. And they were surrounded by six kids. Yep. And she was just glamorously was a, laying back on a lawn chair. They were dressed in 1950s. 60s, 60s clothes, maybe. And it was just like, and it was, and I remember you're like, oh, if they have six kids, it's not going to be like that. It's no. not the glamorous life. No, not at and all. then look what's hap- Look what happens. Yeah. Ta-da, Ta-da. All right, can we do the giveaway? Yeah, let's do it. All right, what are we giving away? Oh, well, we're, we're giving, giving away tickets to Steel Magnolias at the Guthrie on October 31st. You got to guess the celebrity voice and call us. Here we go. Here's the voice. Uh, well, we had Thanksgiving there, which was looked around and, and absorbed as much of the place as we could. I mean, we, our, both of our kids were there, so we went. So it was kind of interesting to have Thanksgiving in a completely different uh, country in a place yeah. where they don't necessarily celebrate. Good luck. 651 With that one, we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. No, the, the, when it was Jessica, oh, and she knew. Jessica, and the voice was Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh, we, oh it didn't even didn't even register for us, Donnie. Right. Yep. Well, that's what it was. Okay. Thank all right. You. Thank Not you. At all. All right. So we got a lot of dirt in this dirt alert this afternoon. We're starting in Santa Barbara at the home of Ron Ely, who played Tarzan on TV back in the 1960s. His wife was murdered in their house. By their own son. Oh, no. The son was shot by police in this case. It's really sad. So the Santa Barbara Sheriff's deputies responded last night to a domestic disturbance at Ron's property, found a woman dead inside with stab wounds. TMZ obtained the police dispatch audio where a first responder describes a, quote, elderly gentleman on scene saying his son was somehow involved in the incident. So Ron must have been there. Uh, Law enforcement's telling TMZ that, yes, indeed, it was Ron's wife of 35 years, Valerie Lundeen, former Miss Florida. Ron was unharmed, but responding deputies searched the premise and found their son, and he presented a threat, according to the sheriff's department. Several deputies opened, fired, and killed him. The sheriff probably had the knife in his Mm -hmm. hand and was coming towards them. Yes, yes. Wow. Is is the Tarzan guy still alive? Yes. Yes. He was there on the scene. So whatever was happening, it must have been an argument between Ron, Valerie, or and an imagined thing, or and something. And the sons they, and he mm-hmm. attacked his mom. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, really, really sad, sad story. You know, the call that all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. TMZ obtained said that a man called from the home, probably Ron, yeah. saying that, uh, you know, that there was some kind of attack. And we ugh, it's just a really sad story. Yes, it is. They have been married for over 30 years, 35 years. They had three children together. Uh, so, you know, think oh, about that. Oh, that's sad. Really? That was, you were hearing oh. about a story like that periodically where... The son oh. and something, he kills a parent. We've heard or, about a lot of them lately yeah. in the paper. Oh. Mm. Not here in the Twin no, Cities, know, but, but we've there's been a lot of them. Sometimes I got to go back away from the Dateline and the ID channel. Yeah. Yeah. You start to think things. Yeah, yeah You know, start to put the puzzle pieces just, together. Oh, yeah, but so, it's a very tragic story. Mm-hmm. So definitely thinking of Ron and his family this afternoon. All this icky dirt on Jeremy Renner. So the story yesterday, or the day before actually, was that his ex-wife, Sonny, is currently fighting for full custody of their six-year-old daughter, Ava, accusing Jeremy Renner of taking drugs in front of their child and in front of her, threatening to kill her, then threatening to kill himself using a firearm that is in the house. Okay, that is scary. That is a man on drugs. Mm -mm. That's not normal behavior. That is is not. And Mm -hmm. does she have receipts from women from him? I mean, does she have... She has kind of a lot of proof is on her side that he is, like, not a good dad Mm -hmm. when he's got his daughter. Yeah. That she's just like maybe throws her in the bedroom and takes Mm -hmm. the baby monitor and the other. I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Having people, I mean, it seems like when I looked at this story, there were a lot of receipts and... There are a ton of receipts, Lori, and those receipts are coming from three women in these court filings obtained by the DailyMail.com, ex-girlfriends of Jeremy Renner, saying one girlfriend in particular named Carmen uh, Orford said she witnessed Jeremy Renner leave lines of cocaine within his daughter's reach. She said that she met Jeremy Renner on Instagram and alleges that he set up a Snapchat account using his daughter's initials. Ah purely to send and receive naked pictures. She has the screenshots from all of these Snapchat encounters. A Snapchat message sent by Renner and seen by the DailyMail.com reads, Amazing, love that blank. You ever done Molly? Which is ecstasy. He added, may do some tonight. Former nanny is also... Uh, in these court filings. Okay, now that's not good if the no, nanny has no, got something bad is, to say yeah, about you. It is. I yeah. mean, yeah, well, the she, former nanny, her name is Naomi Moore. She claims that Jeremy Renner would get drunk every night and routinely throw loud parties that affected Ava's sleep. All right. All right. This is ugly. This I know. Is I, ugly. It's and ugly. I, I feel for uh, Sonny, the, the ex-wife, because uh, Jeremy Renner, I don't know. He's the one with all the power and the money and the, the name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm nervous for her, and I'm nervous for the daughter. Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy Renner, 48 years old. Sonny, 28 years old. And this is all coming out because Sonny is going public and filing for sole custody of their six-year-old daughter. What that speaks to me, Jeremy Renner may have the Hollywood power, but Sonny knows if we see how he's actually yeah. behaving, the yeah. court of public opinion will sway in her favor naturally because from all of this information, he is jeopardizing his child's life. Yeah, yeah. 
Yuck, 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 yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Let's move on to that. Morse, I told you this was a dirty, dirt yeah. alert. George Clooney's sister-in-law is jailed for three weeks in the Philippines and fined after being convicted of drunk driving. Or no, not the Philippines, Singapore. Singapore. Yeah, His sister-in-law's no. Amal's old, older George. sister. Yeah, oh. yeah. Who lives in Singapore. Yeah, so Amal Clooney's like sister. Like crazy rich Asian, yes, you know. No it's like it's Singapore, beautiful city. Don't drive, don't drink and drive. Don't break the rules in yeah. Singapore. She's going right to jail. Yeah, yes, she, she is. Three weeks. Three weeks in jail. Uh, she did plead guilty to various driving offenses yesterday. She had been in a restaurant. She was driving home when she was stopped by police. She is a permanent resident of Singapore. Look Her name that. is Tala. She moved there in, after she lived in New York City. In addition to serving three weeks in jail, she has been ordered to pay a fine of around five thousand U.S. dollars and will be disqualified from driving for four years after her release wow. from prison. Wow! She had two glasses of wine, a glass of champagne. That's all she had. Yeah, but which that is would enough. Be enough that's gonna for you to be drunk. Mm, yeah, that's too much. She was driving home with a friend in the front passenger seat around two thirty in the morning. She was stopped by police, and she appeared to struggle to locate the handbrake, and she smelled of alcohol. So that is drunk driving. See, that's the downside of pain. Yes. pain. We'd never know that this happened to her, but right. her sister goes and there marries go. George Clooney, and now she's in the news. She's yeah. in trouble. But wow, that's there. They they mean it. Oh, they do mean it over there. Yeah, we've t- we talked. I about feel like that. you can get and go to jail for like chewing gum or something for being gay. You, well, I don't know Singapore. I think they are. I think they're harsh. I don't know. Let me double check that one. <laughs> but they they have bad. You can go. I think mental illnesses. You kind of got a ding against you. I don't know. I what don't know. I can speak to yeah. is that littering, the gum, the all oh, those yeah. kinds of antisocial behaviors, behaviors are, are, not tolerated are not tolerated by not. Singapore. So, and you will at, le- at the very least be fined for it. Yeah. You know, and uh, this isn't You might be getting time. some of your other stuff mixed up, or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak to that, yeah. but uh, apparently this isn't her first time at the rodeo. She has a previous driving conviction in Singapore dating back to 2013. So oh, there she goes. well, there. You buried the lead. This lady didn't learn her lesson the first time. By the way, Suzanne Summers posing naked on Instagram, celebrating her 73rd birthday. Wow, you get it, Suzanne. Is she posing with cactus in Palm Desert? Well, she's like crouching in a bush. (laughs) So to speak. So to speak. (laughs) And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Oh, boy. Well, we're going back to the 90s, specifically to the year 1990. And we were talking earlier, Julia, about why do so many um, romances, affairs, couples happen on the set of a movie? Why? Because there's a lot of downtime and they, we didn't have cell phones. And, 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 <laughs> and also just like, you know, you're in this bubble. Yes. This bubble. I mean, just think about if there were more single people for Project Down and Dirty, there would actually be people getting down and dirty. You're right. You know, if we had more single people living in that bubble thing, there's right. something about it. So in 1990, um, uh, Alec Baldwin meets Kim Basinger. They are cast in a Neil Simon movie called the marrying man okay and it mm-hmm. is the movie comes out in 1991 they meet in 1990 to film it supposedly neil simon gets the idea because debbie reynolds 
tells him this story about her husband, Harry Carl, who married Marie McDonald four times. Right. And Harry Carl becomes Debbie Reynolds' second husband. Mm -hmm. So this is where Neil gets the idea for this guy who's a toothpaste uh, king and marries and divorces this actress. They can't keep their hands off each other, but they can't stand each other. That's basically the plot of the movie. So the movie opens to terrible reviews, didn't do anything at the box office. Kim Basinger wins a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actress, but she lost to Sean Young for A Kiss Before Dying. Oh, I love it. And right before the movie came out, a blistering pair of articles in Premiere Magazine, right before it came out, called it The Production from Hell, and painted, now this is before the movie opens, and paints Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger as petulant, spoiled, and generally unprofessional. So this is all before the movie. And according to Premier Magazine, the report, Alec Baldwin and Kim fall in love themselves at the beginning of the shoot that they... Literally, in real life. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like Brad Pitt. It's just instantaneous. And sometimes, from day one till the very end of production, it was common for the entire crew to be waiting for hours for them to show up together on set because they were doing other things. Right. And Baldwin apparently was... We've known he has... Had a bad yep, temper, and he had a bad temper. Yep. He settled down as a man in his yes. 50s or 60s, whatever he is. But he tossed a chair one time. Mm. He smashed camera lenses. He punched a dent in his trailer. He swore at crew members. Jeez. Kim Basinger refused to do extra takes. If she thought she got it, she was done with it. She demanded constantly to fix her hair, and cause Neil Simon to storm off the set one day <laughs> when she told him, this isn't funny. Whoever wrote this doesn't understand comedy. No! And he never came back to the set. Yep, okay, lovely. And just a quick little side member, Kim Basinger then goes on I'm later to date Prince. Telling Neil Simon he's not funny. That's right, Laurie. She, she does, does date go Prince. later to date, date Prince. Prince. The production difficulties, because these two are so busy being busy yep. caused the budget to go from 15 million to 26 million and when the production was over the executive producer gave every single member of the crew a t-shirt emblazoned with the phrase i survived the reshoot of the marrying man oh cuz it took so long and they had okay. to keep do, you know yep. going over and over and um so anyway, and then other things that came out from it is that he's being the playboy, she's being the nightclub singer, so they're really looking hot. If you yeah. go back and look at the stills of them, and crew members said you could feel the sexual tension mm-hmm. between them. And sometimes they were inseparable as a team, and other times it was raw competition because it was so bad how they would like fight with each other like if, and this is right when they first met. Yes, so if he that slammed marriage. a door, right. she would slam another door harder. It was like they were two little kids having a contest who could be the brattiest and right. then who could be the most. They couldn't keep their hands off each other and wouldn't come out for two hours. Oh. Okay, so anyway, so that's they meet. The movie comes out terrible. 
Roger Ebert gives it a three out of four stars. Um, other people just said, even if you go on Rotten Tomatoes today, it has like a 10% rating. Yeah, I yeah. just checked. Yeah. And 10%. 10%. Alec Baldwin, <laughs> in years later, or no, shortly after the movie came out, he said it, he declared it the biggest mistake of his career. Now, remember, they come out of the movie and they can't believe it because all Rolling Stone, everyone is like, it's so mediocre. Yet you've got these two beautiful people who are obviously have having at it, but it's just it doesn't go anywhere. So then by the end of the movie, these two are engaged. Mm-hmm. Then March of 1992, she breaks off the engagement when she learns Alec Baldwin had dinner with his ex fiance. She tells him your history. The wedding's out the window. He woos her back to the altar. Shades of the marrying man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the, his character. Then they get married the next August in East Hampton. The ceremony lasts seven minutes. Four helicopters. It was a zoo paparazzi because they were like the Angelina and Brad. I mean, yes, they were, they were two of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. And a cop came to the wedding who was a photographer from the National Enquirer. And that's how the National Enquirer got photos. Then a couple years later, Ireland is born. Baldwin scuffles with a photographer outside of the hospital and throws mm-hmm. him into some cars, breaking yes. his glasses. And then um, he threatens to leave the country in September of 2000. And Kim Basinger calls her man, the her husband, the biggest moralist that I know. He says he's going to leave the country sure. if George gets elected. And mm-hmm. then a mere six months later, Kim files for divorce. She calls him in her letter or, you know, her press, a tin pot tyrant <laughs> and bully. Mm. Tin pot. Yes, that's. I'm, I'm familiar with the phrase. Are you? I mean, never yeah, heard, I've it. heard that. What does it mean? What's it mean? Like all words and no yeah. action. Yeah, like I mean, we think know- of a tin pot. There's, there's no substance to it. A tin pot. Oh, I think we know someone like that. Yeah, um, I think so. She said he also had uh, mood swings, and they both accused each other of alcohol abuse. And um, then it takes them a year to get the divorce final, and then. He agrees to go to anger therapy, parenting yeah. schools, yeah. restrict phone calls, and put in a private line for her. And then he goes after her for contempt of court like four years later. He I mean, called it parent alienation. Yeah. He wrote a book on it, and then we got the great yeah. voicemail. It, it, April of 2007, where he called her a little pig, and it all wrapped up this year with him getting roasted on Comedy Central, and, and the only person there not to roast him, his daughter, Ireland, was there, a lot of roasting Did about the little... passenger go? No, absolutely not. The, the blood is bad there. They will never have any kind of a... Well, she... Anything. Um, remember when she bought the city... In, in Georgia, Georgia? Mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's her home state. Yeah, yeah. and she isn't. You know, she, we, were, she was hard to cast. I'm reading. She had crippling anxiety. I was just reading, yeah, a little, but too shy for the spotlight. You know, because she won an Oscar for L.A. Confidential. Yes, and then um, and her, her big. She still gets anxious. She says she was in Fifty Shades Greater, whatever the last yes, one was. That's right. A little bit, but um, she had anxiety for decades, and she dated Prince. Yeah, she was really. Anyway, and yeah. go, and just, you know, 
Anyway, but like these two had a very, they volatile oh. from day one. Right. Day one. Day one. They were sparring and. Remember uh, her with Mickey Work in uh, Nine and a Half Weeks? Oh, yes. And, and she hated, hated making that movie with him. That might have attributed to he some of her so anxiety. He was so beautiful back then. Well, he was beautiful, but he was super method. And if you remember what a creep he is to He's her, that guy is yeah. awful to her. Yes. That's a hard movie. I did not like that movie. I hated it. I couldn't even like it for the sexy thing because it was just like, oh, he's so mean. He was mean. Yeah. So maybe, anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting, the whole Neil Simon and just thinking how, you know, I I bet Alan, I bet, I bet uh, they both feel like it was a lifetime ago, but I do not think that they could probably tolerate each other if they have to be at something for Ireland. Sure. Like a wedding. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be about it. That would be about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, no. And now Ireland, you know, she's in that weird position where you've got um, five um, siblings that are, you know, 30, being born. 30 years younger than yeah, you. So you're really like an auntie or something to those kids. But still, I imagine it seemed like everything was fine between Alec and Ireland at the Comedy Central Roasted. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it didn't it? Yep, yeah, yep, it was yep, good. Yep. Anyway, so there you go. See, things can seem like they're hopeless they and bitter, bitter divorce. Come around. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote a book on um Yes. The bitter he, custody. He blamed her for leaking the, the voice the, uh, voice the voicemail yeah. about yep. you little naughty little yep. pig or whatever. The yeah. the thing was a the name of the book was A Promise to Ourselves, mm-hmm. a journey through fatherhood and divorce. Yeah. Two thousand and eight. But you always have to a little bit with Alec Baldwin is, you know, he He's a hothead. He's a hothead. Still and, is. and he still is, but yeah, I mean yeah. he's definitely settled down i give you the parking space yeah yeah that just that was just a year ago yeah Yeah, he will really he's feisty five boys i i don't know and jane lynch is not his sister (laughs) why did i don't know how it went down that today after the mike wallace and chris wallace that their father and son yeah that you're one of the last people of anyone your age to know that i know i'm a little embarrassed (laughs) but Um, i just discovered batman fights crime yesterday that was a good one for you to know so Mm -hmm. there we go there Mm -hmm. okay she's in some things pictures with him and for some, Who? Jane Lynch. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there's this Jane Sasso that's his sister or something. And it just kept going down this hole of, are they related or not? No. They I, aren't. We'll be right back. Happy hump day. It's Woo. Wednesday. The sun is coming. It's not going to feel like winter quite yet. Uh, they promise. They, 66 promise. on Friday. That is going to feel just right. Yeah. I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, because people, you know, might want to try and do some pumpkin festivities this weekend. Gosh, Mazes, I drove by a houses. church across from um, St. Olaf. Is it St. Olaf on 50th? The big Catholic church over Mount there. Olivet? Saint Mount Olivet? St. Mount Olivet, thank yeah. you. Saint, thank oh, you. they have hundreds of pumpkins. Oh my gosh, there's so many pumpkins out. It look cool. Mm-hmm. They look pretty cool. I love pumpkins um, and gourds. And gourds. <laughs> I, you know, you guys know who Ali Wong is. She's yes, got a new book I that saw came her out. this morning. She was on the Today Show and she was talking about 
how fun it is to go to a pumpkin patch and she's just saying it sucks. We gotta dive, we gotta take a cab, we gotta do all this crap. Kids, kids love to pet pumpkins. She was so funny. She's funny. Yeah, I like her. She's got a book out that looks sounds kind of fun. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now tell me about this. Well, first of all, Chanum is officially divorced from Jenna Dewan. They're not officially divorced. They, oh, they, they did the bifurcation so they, so can, they can be, be single. single and get married because she is pregnant with another man's child. Okay, that's but right. But they aren't divorced yet because okay. they are not done deciding what to do. Isn't that a fancy rich person thing? Yeah. Brad and Angelina yes, are bifurcated yeah. right now. I don't understand. I'm bifurcated and officially single. But I mean, it's like <laughs> they just can't figure out. I mean, wouldn't you it's want the be, divorce to be, be over? Because when you're rich, you, the financial and custody stuff yeah, is that much more complicated, sure, I guess. Very entangled. Very yeah. entangled, and people are, you know, negotiating, but they know they want to be single. Mm-hmm. So then they get a. Well, you know what? Here's the good news now regular people can get bifurcations. Yeah. But most regular people don't want to keep paying a lawyer. No. Right. No. Yeah. And they want to get it over with. Right. To These have some people closure. have more they time. Have money. This is a rich person problem. Or it's a rich person situation, possibly. It 100% is. Yeah. Sorry. Because eventually you got to settle the financial and you wouldn't want to be eventually. paying somebody a monthly retainer. Mm. No. Well, they don't. Every to them, call it's is $500. Nothing. It's nothing. Right, to Donnie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? Tell do you me ever first. use Do you ever use Tic Tacs? Do you ever have Tic Tacs? I, you know, every once in a while at the airport, I love to buy a, a orange Tic Tac. Yeah. I like Col- the orange. What do you think of Coca-Cola Tic Tacs? I'm not, uh, can't really see a need for them. Do you ever drink a Coke? Because I love a Coke oh. sometimes. Julia, you've been with me. Yeah, I yeah, love a Coke. I love a Diet Coke once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not even Diet, I like a real Coke. Coke. I like yeah. the real me thing. Mm-hmm. Don't you, Donnie? Yeah, oh, especially my. the Mexican Coke. Yeah. Because oh, it uses sugar instead of corn syrup. Oh, Sugar. See, look at that. So uh-huh. smart on the part of Mexico to be using yeah, the real see stuff. It, see it they the offer Mexico. that. They offer that. You the, can get it at, at some Pajaritos. Mm-hmm. On West 7th. I was there a couple weekends yep. ago. Oh, you can get it at Cub. Yeah, you oh. can. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and nothing it's special. labeled Echo and Echo. Mexico. Right. <laughs> okay, well, MEA, you know, is going to be starting Thursday and Friday. Airport's going to be busy. We're going to give you a lot of fun things that you can do with your kids while you're still in town. Because that's are? happening. We are. Why were Jed, just tell me I didn't read any of the story. I don't want to, I, I love Judd Apatow. He was on our show. He couldn't have been nicer to us. Couldn't have we been kinda, nicer. We were kind of goons, but why were he and Leslie Mann They were a having an argument, match? and then he said, oh, you should have seen it when we went to the next place. Oh, that's Okay, funny. so on the Team Cobra mm-hmm. show today, yeah, um, they were saying that they were having a fight because... Paul Rudd was maybe anti-lawyer in his, you know, scoopy thing. Yeah. His website. Maybe dating Maude? Was maybe dating one of the younger... It would be Maude Apatow yes. the oldest daughter. And are they... And I was trying to figure out if they were acting in something. Oh. That's I, what yeah. I was... That would be awkward. Oh, hello. Because she's like 21 and he's... but. I was trying they to. They f- work together. They do. They have worked together. They have, yeah. All right. They work together. That was something, but he's just saying, oh my gosh, you sh-. He's like an uncle to the family. Yeah. I don't want to believe that. All right, good. No, Julia. Well, and that Paul, was just. Paul Rudd has played her dad. Okay, that, I'm just saying that was in. That really? was what they were talking about in a blind item. Well, some I, of them aren't true. Listen, you know what? This years ago, but my one sister. 
dated my my mom's husband's best friend who looked like Clark Gable, who was 28 years her senior, and they kept it a secret. And it was like, like this had been a longtime friend of my mom's yeah. husband and a friend to my mom for like, you know, a long time. And then he's creep, you know, yeah, dating yeah. your daughter. Yeah. Okay, that's Awkward. creepy. Wasn't yeah. your mom mad at him? I would have been they livid. Kept his, they kept their romance secret for like a Did year. They? Was he... Okay. And and it, did they end up marrying? Yes. Oh gosh. And then my mom and and her husband were the you know the two people who went to Reno with them to tie the old knot. <laughs> so okay. look at how you can bring someone around. You know, Paul Rudd was in that movie This is 40 yes. with, with Maud and Iris Apatow. Yes. 7 years ago.